Legacy Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Lake Sports Network. We all know what time it is. What's up, everybody? It's one-on-one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. And if I'm here and it's one-on-one, you already know what day it is. It is Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. And that also means week 13 of the NFL season. That also means power rankings. But the most important thing, something I don't get to talk about a lot on this show, But ladies and gentlemen, we have entered the sexiest month of the year. It is December and your boy's birthday is in two weeks. Just wanted to throw that out there real quick. Uh, For those who know me, you know, I'm going to talk about this until the end of the December. Excuse me, until the end of December, even after my birthday is over, it doesn't make a difference. Sexiest month of the year is going down to all of my December babies. Let me go ahead and give you love right now. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Enjoy your month. Now, with all that fun stuff being said, let's kind of get into um, our uh, week. It was a fun week last week. Uh, and, you know, the uh, NFL, once again, never disappoints. Always some some fun games, always uh, some interesting games. Uh, some games that we thought may have went one way and they end up not going that way. It was, it was just crazy. It was crazy. But um, we're going to talk about all of that here today, here on One on One, as we break down episode episode 83 and give you all the recap from week 12 and of course giving you some love here into week 13 so uh, i'm not gonna go crazy over this bad boy let's go ahead and give you our recap of last week before we get into the power rankings so looking at week 12 like i said before very interesting week very interesting week here was the bottom last week we had the texans the Panthers, the Bears, Jaguars, Broncos, Steelers, Browns, Rams, Raiders, Cardinals, Packers, and Saints in that order from 32 to 21. That was our bottom. Then we had the outside looking in at 20. We had the Colts. Then from there, we had the Lions, the Falcons, Chargers, Bucks, Commanders, Jets, Bengals, Patriots, and then the Seattle Seahawks. Then in the top 10, we had the San Francisco 49ers at 10, then the Giants, then the Titans, the Ravens, Cowboys, Bills, Dolphins, Vikings, Chiefs, and then that number one, the Philadelphia Eagles, which I'm still catching a lot of flack for picking a team that is uh, has the best record in the lead at the number one spot. You know, but we're not even going to get into all that. Anywho, let's go ahead and swing over to our players of the week from last week. Travis Kelsey, uh, speaking of the number two team on the power rankings, uh, they had both uh, the defensive player and offensive player. The first time that's ever happened um, that we had them in the same week, but it was Travis Kelsey and Nick Bowden doing their, doing their thing. Then in the MVP race, we had Mahomes sitting at the top two at two. 
Then we had Allen at three, Henry at four, and Judon at number five. That's where our, that were our MVPs heading into next week. Then the record, 94, 69, and one. You know, week 10 was five and nine, wasn't looking too hot. Bounced back last week, went 10 and four. Uh, another 10 win week this week, but like I said, we'll get into that in just a little bit. Then, of course, our playoff. This was the playoff standings last week heading um, into week 12. You had the Chiefs and the Eagles both claiming the number one seeds. And in the AFC, you had the Dolphins at two. They would take on the Bengals at seven if the playoffs started last week. The Titans would take on the Patriots. The Ravens would take on the uh, Bills. In the a- in the NFC, you would see the Vikings take on the Seahawks, the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Giants, and the Bucks taking on the Cowboys. That's if the playoffs started last week. So that's that, just to give you an idea of where we stood going into last week. Uh, but now let's get into week 13 because um, we're getting a little bit closer. So we got 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. We got six more weeks of regular season football and then the playoffs shan't begin uh, or shall begin, whatever one. But regardless, it's it's about to go down. So let's go ahead. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, to the bottom. We hit you in the bottom. So here in the bottom, this is where we look like heading into week 13. At number 32, and I'm just going to be honest with everybody that's on here, I think this is probably the way this is going to stay uh, for the rest of the season. It's there, Unfortunately, the franchise is in dire straits. It, it's just not a pretty thing right now for the Houston Texans. The Texans are number 32. Uh, and I just, even if they won another game at some point, I just don't see um, how they could, you know, move from this spot. You know, unlike last year with the Lions and they were in the spot for a while, they 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 gave you some hope and say, oh, man, they're bouncing out of this. I don't see this happening for the Texans. We got them at 32. At 31, the Chicago Bears. Kind of feel bad for the Chicago, Chicago Bears because the Bears have not played miserable football lately. They didn't play well on Sunday against the Jets. That was the Mike White show. But, you know, we knew that Justin Fields was coming into that contest banged up. Uh, so they kind of had him on a pitch count and they had to be very careful. Uh, and we talked about that earlier in the season that, we, you know, I was afraid for Chicago or that if they didn't handle Justin Fields right, he could get hurt. Uh, and he is dealing with a shoulder injury. So hopefully he will uh, get a little bit better. Uh, and, you know, they don't play well this week. Of course, they're playing the Packers. You know how I feel about that. But I am also trying to secure a top 10 pick. And right now the Packers have the eighth pick in the draft. So, you know, I don't want to lose to Chicago, but it is what it is. Next, uh, at number 30, we got the Denver Broncos. Man, this Broncos team is trash. They are miserable. <laughs> so, look, I feel bad because I know a couple of Broncos fans. One of the biggest Broncos fans I know was in the, in our network, Lamont Thomas. And poor guy, I, I I feel him. I'm right there with him this year, though. You know, you got an all pro quarterback and a Pro Bowl caller, a future Hall of Famer, and it's not looking pretty. That's just the the nicest way we can put it. It's just not looking pretty. But uh, the Broncos are three and eight, and their offense is abysmal. Their defense has done the best they could. It just hasn't been enough. Uh, they lost to the Panthers, who are 28th on our power rankings this week. Uh, a great performance by Sam Darnold. Uh, it, it didn't look great numbers-wise, 11 for 19, 164 yards and a touchdown. But they just looked a little bit better uh, with Sam Darnold in there making things happen. 
And so congratulations to the Panthers getting their fourth victory of the season. Uh, they're at number 28. At number 29, we have the Rams. Uh, they lost to the Chiefs 26 to 10. The Rams are just falling apart. Uh, and it's it's actually kind of shocking. And the crazy thing about it, they're so bad that they won't even get um, a top pick because they should be getting the top pick. But, of course, we all know the Rams traded all of their picks away. Um, some people say, well, they sold their soul to win the Super Bowl. But, hey, it is what it is. Uh, they're going to have to figure that thing out. The Rams are at 29. We talked about the Panthers being at 28. At 27, the New Orleans Saints. They got blanked against the 49ers. 13 nothing, no points. Um, and I know that they have uh, Andy Dalton as a starter, but is Jameis Winston that bad uh, that you are not going to even give him another shot? Which I, I maybe I just never really paid attention to it, but I never got the full reason why Jameis Winston never went back to be the starter. I really don't understand it. And, you know, it is what it is, but that Saints team just doesn't look like they're going anywhere anytime soon. And the worst thing about it, just like the Rams, they traded away their first round pick. Uh, their pick goes to the Eagles. That's the crazy thing right there. Oh, man, the Eagles are just flying high. Fly Eagles fly. Uh, at uh, 26, we got the Cardinals. Cardinals had a lead, looking pretty good against the Chargers, thought they had it. And then Herbert finds a way in the end. And they would get a uh, touchdown. They were down 23 uh, to 24, 24 to 23. And then they made a two-point conversion to get the dub. Herbert had, um, it was 35, 47, 274 yards and three touchdowns. Um, and a great effort there for the Chargers to get the dub over the Cardinals. Uh, sad thing for the Cardinals is that, you know, it just the struggles are, are rough right now. Kyler Murray said, you know, pretty much said, I don't have the direct quote, but he pretty much said we're, we suck. Uh, you know, then Patrick Peterson, former teammate of his, comes out there and talks bad about Kyler. And Kyler hit him up and said, hey, man, like, I thought we were cool. Like, he said, I, I, I always saw you as a big brother or, you know, and this is how you treat me. So there's a little little infighting. Well, I don't say infighting, but former teammates kind of going at it. And it's, it's a little sad there um, for the Cardinals and their fans. Hopefully uh, they can get that thing turned around. It may not be this year, but. Maybe they'll figure it out by next year. At 25, the Green Bay Packers. Man, I look if the other teams below, below them weren't as bad, God, I'd have them at the bottom. Um, but, you know, here's the thing. The Packers last week played a really good football game up until about halftime. Uh, other than their defense being trash, which is absolute trash. And they have not been able to stop running quarterbacks since I was a kid. Um, or at least since I was in high school. And then that's it's that's almost 20 years. You know, they can't, you know, the Michael Vick, they, they can never stop him. You look at a guy like uh, Colin Kaepernick, and he destroyed him a couple of times. But, you know, and then we see this happen with Jalen Hurts. The Packers can't stop running quarterbacks. They get ran over miserably. And for whatever reason, they don't try to fix it. And it's heartbreaking. Anyway, they got the Bears this week. We'll see how that goes. They're at number 25. At 24, the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars had a really nice game last week. Uh, comeback victory against the Ravens, winning 28 to 27. A very a nice, I wouldn't say it, we're going to say a statement win because it's like you know what type of team the Ravens are. 
Um, but they kind of needed this win. Maybe not the statement and like, yeah, we're the best team, but it's like we needed this so that we're, we're a team on, you know, that that's up and coming and growing. Trevor Lawrence had went 29 for 37, 321 yards and three touchdowns. Zay Jones had a great day, 11 receptions for 145 yards. So, you know, it's like it was a good win for Jacksonville. Kind of glad to see them get a dub. They're at number 24. At 23, the Colts. Boy, oh, boy, the fighting Jeff Saturdays. Um, <laughs> uh, as my guy Rob Johnson would say, the fighting Jeff Saturdays. Uh, they they lost a crazy game to the Steelers, 24 to 17. And, you know, they were in control. They, 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 they had to leave for a while. And then Steelers were able to score late uh, on the Benny Snell uh, touchdown run. And Pittsburgh moves to four and seven. So uh, a nice win for Pittsburgh, who is 22 on our power ranking. So congratulations to them. But the Colts are just just kind of there right now. Uh, teams that, you know, were kind of surprised to see in this position, the Rams, the Packers, the Cardinals, um, the Saints, uh, the Broncos, all teams that were just kind of shocked to see at the bottom here. But that's where they are. Uh, speaking of the Browns, the Browns uh, with a big win themselves against the Buccaneers uh, moving to four and seven on the season and, you know, a reasonable job by Jacoby Brissett. Uh, he tried to hold down the four to the best he can as they wait for Deshaun uh, Watson to make his return. He will be returning this week against guess what, ladies and gentlemen, the Houston Texans. So it's just like, it's kind of a, a cool thing to see uh, the Browns get a win. And Jacoby didn't play miserable, man. He, I thought he played good football and unfortunately, you know, it just wasn't enough, but, uh, I, I said at the beginning of the season, you kind of want to be five and six, six and five, uh, they, and they end up being four and seven. So I don't know if Deshaun Watson can bring up enough magic to make uh, the, this thing really flow, but we'll see. Uh, myself, uh, hopefully get to see him play in person for the second time uh, in a couple of weeks as the commanders take on the Browns. Um, just intrigued to see where um where his game is after almost a year and a half of not playing football or going on too so just intrigued as a football fan there's a lot of people out there that don't want him back um but you know it's an interesting story very intrigued to see what that goes down that ladies and gentlemen is your bottom so the bottom uh where it stands you know uh like i said in that segment just a lot of teams that you kind of were surprised to see in that bottom or, or do as the season has went along to see in that bottom, the Packers, the Cardinals, the, the, the Rams, the, you know, the Steelers is, you know, you know, we knew they were going to be having a rough time, but it's still kind of hard to see a, a, a dominant franchise struggle like that. The Broncos, same thing, teams with multiple Super Bowls just struggling at the bottom, ladies and gentlemen, at the bottom. Now let's move to the outside. Look All right, on the outside looking in, at number 20, the Raiders. Ladies and gentlemen, the Raiders are back in the outside looking in for the first time in a long time. They've been in the bottom most of this season, but a nice little uh, two-game winning streak for the Raiders. A uh, nice comeback win against the um, – or back-and-forth win uh, against Seattle where they, you know, just just a great game. 40-34 to 34 in the overtime, Josh Jacobs. 33 carries for 229 yards and two touchdowns. Absolutely amazing. Geno Smith still having a, a solid season. 27 for 37, 328 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Seattle is 16. They're slowly going, you know, backwards. And, you know, at one point, this Seattle team was 6-3. and three. They've lost 
um, a couple in a row here, and they're they're in a little bit of trouble here. They were in that playoff picture, but we'll let you know who's in the playoff picture now, uh, or in the playoffs, you know, as of last week, but not anymore. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, so we got the Raiders at twenty and Seattle at sixteen. At nineteen, the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions gave their all on Thanksgiving Day. Gave their all on Thanksgiving Day. I mean, they fought hard. They had the opportunity against the Bills, just couldn't pull it off. And the Bills win um, at their home, away from home, 28 to 25. But, you know, the Lions just fight hard, and they're a better team than what um, that record shows. So kudos to the Lions on, you know, not such a bad season. And, yes, the numbers don't look great uh, record-wise, but they've played hard. And, and that's all you can ask for uh, with, you know, some of the talent that is on that team. Lions at 19. At 18, the Atlanta Falcons. Now I got a chance to see the Falcons take on the Commanders last week in Washington. And to be honest with you, it was a very lackluster performance on the um, offensive side for the Falcons. They missed out on a huge opportunity because if they had won the game, they would be first place in the AFC South. I mean, excuse me, in the NFC South. They would be the number one team in that division because the Bucs had lost to the Browns in overtime. So a missed opportunity for Atlanta fans. Uh, I know they're probably heard about that, but it just wasn't a good, just wasn't a good effort from what I saw. But that commander's defense, who is at 13 on our power rankers this week, was absolutely amazing. That commander's defense is just so dangerous on the defensive line. Allen, Payne, Sweat, you know, uh, those guys have just been dominating. And the crazy thing about it, y'all, and I'm not, let me not forget my man Effie. Effie did a really good job as well. He's been great. Um, William Smith has been on that line. But Chase Young is not even back yet, and that defensive line is dangerous. I'll say it, and I'll say it again. The Commanders have a Super Bowl-caliber defense. They just got to figure out if they can be consistent on offense. I don't know if it's enough, but we'll see. Falcons at 18. At 17, the Bucks losing their game to the Browns, 23-17 in overtime. Uh, still just trying to figure that thing out this year. You know, it's been a really weird, really weird year for uh, the Buccaneers. Um, a lot of injuries and, and it shows. But somehow, some way, they are still atop of that NFC South. The Bucs are at 17. At 16, we have the Seattle Seahawks. We talked about them and their struggles. Hopefully, they can get out of that soon, but we'll see. At 15, the New England Patriots. They lost a tough one on Thursday night in the primetime, primetime game on Thanksgiving Day, losing 33 to 26 to the Patriots. Uh, I mean, to the to the Vikings. And it was a it was a tough go. Um, they had chances late, uh, but it just wasn't enough. And the Vikings were able to uh, outscore the Patriots in the fourth quarter after being down 26 to 23 heading into the fourth. But the Vikings did what they needed to do uh, to get the win and move to nine and two. At 14, the Chargers. We talked about earlier about that great uh, comeback victory against the Cardinals, and then you saw Justin Herbert connecting and getting that that uh, two-point conversion uh, for his uh, team and, and getting the win. Nice win for uh, the L.A. Chargers as they move to 6-5. and five. They're number 14 on our power rankings. At 13, we talked about the commanders. They continue to command well. And they will take on the number 12 team in our power rankings this uh, this upcoming week, which I'll be there heading to New York, New York, New York. 
yeah, I'm a little excited about that. But anyway, looking at that, uh, that's a big matchup. Um, for the first time for, for most of the season, the commanders have a chance to leapfrog uh, and move up in the standings. They'll be, they can move into third place with a win against the Giants. Now, they do play the Giants after their bye week next week, the following week in Washington. So pretty much back-to-back games against the Giants for the Commanders. But they got a, a tough one in New York on Sunday. It should be very fun and very interesting to see. Commanders at 13, Giants at 12. Now, with the Giants, I will say this. They uh, struggled against Dallas on Thursday. And they had chances to win that game on Thursday, but they just couldn't do it. Dallas pretty much handled things uh, throughout that uh, second half, and they were able to put that thing away, winning 28-20 to over the Giants and sweeping that season series. And a fun fact for those out there, Dak Prescott undefeated against the Giants in his career. At 11, the Tennessee Titans. The Titans lost a game to the Bengals where we surprisingly saw Derrick Henry struggle, and it was not pretty. And once again, the Bengals have the advantage over the Titans. Beat them in the playoffs last year, and they handled things in this contest as well. And so the Bengals, 7-4, Titans, 7-4. All right, that is the outside looking in, ladies and gentlemen. We are getting a little bit closer, a little bit closer to the finale. But before we get to the finale, now, of course, you know we have to go to the top 10. All right, top 10, ladies and gentlemen, here it is. At number 10, back in the top 10 for the first time in a couple of weeks, the New York Football Jets. Very impressive win by the Jets over the Bears, 31 to 10. Mike White comes in for the benched Zach Wilson, and he was 22 for 28, 315 yards and three touchdowns. A great game by Mike White. Now, we've seen Mike White show flashes at times. Uh, Will the Jets continue to ride the Mike White train? Well, we'll see if that is the case. The Jets are at number 10. At number nine, the Ravens losing a very, very tough matchup to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville fought hard, uh, but this Ravens team is another team that's interesting because they they struggle in the fourth quarter. All of their losses this year that they've been outscored, I think, if I'm not mistaken, they 62 points have been scored on the Ravens in the fourth quarter. That's something that's got to be fixed if you're the Ravens. But for now, they're at number nine. At number eight, the Bengals, we talk about their win over the Titans. They're creeping back up into the top ten for the first time since towards the beginning of the season, the first, first like week one, week two. This is the first time we've seen the Bengals uh, back in the mix, and they're in there at number eight. At number seven, the San Francisco 49ers. And in my opinion, the team, the most dangerous team in the NFC if they make the playoffs. The most dangerous team by far. When they're healthy, they're scary. When they're clicking, they are scary. Watch out for the San Francisco 49ers. We got them at seven. They're dangerous. At number six, the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo uh, winning their game against Detroit. They are eight and three. We did drop them one slot this week, uh, but they're still, you know, this Buffalo team in a game which they probably should have handled against the Lions struggled but they still get the win 28 to 25. We got the Bills at six. At number five, the Arlington Desperados, a.k.a. the Dallas Cowboys. The, the Dallas Cowboys uh, are continuing to prove that they're a really good team. Most people would say 
can they get past that stigma every year? It's, hey, this is our year. Most Cowboy fans will tell you that. And they are not saying that. Then I'm, I'm almost sure that they're lying to you. In most cases, they're going to be saying that this is our year. They have a really strong chance this year to make noise in the NFC. This is their chance. You know, every year is like I feel like they get a little bit closer. This is a this is a big chance for Dallas to make that leap, make a run in the playoffs. Who knows? And maybe even get back to the Super Bowl. The Dallas Cowboys are at number five. At number four, the Miami Dolphins. In my opinion, probably the most dangerous team in this top five because Miami does not lose when Tua is starting, especially the, well, at least this season. Eight and three, eight and zero, eight and no, when Tua has started from beginning to end. The three losses of all coming games where he may have started, got hurt, or did not play at all. The Dolphins might be the number one team in the league, and we just don't even know it, y'all. We just don't even know it. We got the Dolphins at number four. At number three, the Minnesota Vikings, nine and two, a bounce back win uh, against a tough Patriots team after losing to Dallas in embarrassing fashion a couple of weeks ago. But they stay steady at number three with a nine and two record at number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City continues the role. They're having themselves a monstrous season. And it's just been the Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey show. They just continue to just look well together. They're a well-oiled machine. Uh, they won their game 26 to 10 over the Rams, and they stay put at number two on the NFL power rankings. And at number one, it is the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, a couple of a couple of tough weeks, you know, um, gave up a lot of points against Green Bay, still were able to get the dub, didn't score enough points against the Colts, still able to get the dub, and they still have that long loss that came to the Commanders, who are hot right now because they've won six out of their last seven. So it's not like they lost to a team that hasn't been playing well. Uh, they've got the best record in the, one of the best records in the NFL since week six. So much love to the commanders. But with that being said, the Eagles are number one, our NFL power rankings. They continue to hold tight to that number one spot. All right. Now we will head to our final piece for the day. It is time for the finale. All right, yo, we head to the finale, and it's time to show love to our players of the week. Players of the week, Josh Jacobs on, Josh Jacobs on the offensive side. 33 carries, 229 yards, two touchdowns. He averaged 6.9 yards per carry and a 40-34 to 34 victory over Seattle in overtime. And due to him, I mean, just, just a great, great season for Josh Jacobs. And just imagine, the Raiders did not pick up his fifth-year option. My man is about to hit that free agency hard. They may try to franchise tag him, but we'll see. Uh, but Josh Jacobs is killing it right now. Congratulations. You're our offensive player of the week. Our defensive player of the week, Derwin James Jr., eight tackles, an interception, and a forced fumble in a win against Arizona 25-24. to Derwin James is one of the hardest-hitting safeties in the league, one of the toughest safeties in the league. We've seen him flip Travis Kelsey earlier this year, so – we know how, how how crazy this man can be, but in a in a good football way. But Derwin James, Josh Jacobs are players of the week. Top five MVP race, Matt Judon still sitting in at the top. Judon is our guy at number five. He is uh, right now having an amazing season for the New England Patriots. Number four, Jalen Hurts. He creeps back into that MVP conversation after the last two weeks. 
finding a way to make things happen, especially after this Green Bay game, running all over the Packers defense. At number three, Josh Allen. Uh, he was at number one for a while, most of the season, and now he's falling out of favor. Can he grab it back? I'm not so sure. Pat Mahomes, another great week. But I, I'm going to put him at number two because number one is Tua Tagalavoa. Tua has continued to play well. They're undefeated. Undefeated when he plays the entire game. He's he's tough. Right now, Tua is my MVP. I, I, I'm And I'm, I feel really good about saying that. Uh, and he deserves it. He got he caught a lot of flack in the offseason uh, from people and fans about his arm strength, his throwing abilities. Well, guess what? The guy is has been unstoppable when he starts and plays the whole game. So that is our top five. Judon, Hurts, Allen, Mahomes, and Tua. Let's look at our playoff picture. It's slightly different, slightly different from last week. Uh, the Patriots were in it last week. The Seahawks were in it last week. So it's a little bit different. So not right now, number one seed in the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs. Number two, the Miami Dolphins. And if they were playing in the playoffs today, the Dolphins would take on the seventh seed in the New York Jets and in a in a AFC East battle. At number three, the Tennessee Titans would take on the number six Cincinnati Bengals. We saw this last year in the playoffs. We saw this this past week, and the Bengals are 2-0 after those two contests. At number four, the Baltimore Ravens. They would take on the Buffalo Bills, who is the fifth seed at the current time. So some very interesting matches that would happen in the AFC if the playoffs started today. In the NFC, the Eagles still holding on to the top spot, but the Vikings are nipping on their heels. They need a couple of things to go their way in order for the Vikings to take that top slot. But for now, both teams can actually clinch playoff berths this week. I don't know the complete scenarios, but they both can clinch playoff berths this week. Uh, and at the number two, the Vikings would take on the new number seven seed, the Washington Commanders. That means Washington would have to travel to Minnesota to take on a very dangerous Minnesota team, which they almost beat this year. They almost beat the Vikings this year. So that 2-7 matchup would be interesting to see. At the 3-6 matchup, you got the San Francisco 49ers at the three seed and the New York Giants at number six. So the Giants, who are slowly but surely backing themselves out of a playoff spot, um, are, are trying to hold on tight to it, but we'll see. In the next matchup, the four and the five seed, the Bucks would take on the Cowboys. The Cowboys would have to travel to Tampa Bay. Even though the Cowboys have the better record, uh, Tampa Bay is a division leader in the South. So that's where we stand on that one. But the N NFC East, every single team in the NFC East is in the playoffs in the NFC. And just imagine, a couple of years ago, they were the NFC least, and now they are the NFC beast let's talk about my record haha -ha. 104 75 and one ladies and gentlemen finally hit the 100 mark almost almost 25 games over 500 not quite there yet 24 and a half or whatever you want to do with the tie but 104 75 and one for your for your boy after starting off five and ten on the season uh week 11 went 10 and four this past week 10 and six a couple of games i'm surprised didn't go my way i probably should have been 12 and four this past week but we're not gonna we're not gonna spill over or cry over spilt milk. It is what it is. But I love that record. It's looking pretty good. Now to tonight's contest: the Buffalo Bills taking on the New England Patriots. I got Buffalo winning thirty-four to twenty-four over New England. Do you see that Thursday football record? I had to change it from Thursday night since we had the football games last week. So my records on Thursday right now: ten and four, looking pretty pretty good. 
see if I can go 11-4 after this game. But the Bills, uh, I got 34 to 24 over New England. Now, our final predictions for week 13. You know, I'm hoping to have another great week. Things have been going my way, and, and, and I need to continue that trend of things going my way. But we'll see. First, of course, we got the Bills beating the Patriots. I got the Steelers over the Falcons. Had the Packers over the Bears. You know I'm not picking. No, I'm not picking Chicago. Uh, the Lions over the Jaguars. The Vikings over the Jets, which is a tough one because I think the Jets could sneak the Vikings. That if there is a game that's gonna that could be topsy turvy this week. Watch out for that one. Commanders and Giants, which I'll be in New York for. Very excited for my first trip to New York. Actually going to get to take the family with me. It's going to be very fun. So heading out tomorrow to head to New York. So Giants, Commanders on Sunday. I got the Commanders. Eagles taking on the Titans. I think the Eagles will move to 11-1. and one. The Titans sometimes scare me offensively, and I don't know what's going on with them. So I'm, <laughs> I just want to go with the Eagles. I think they go to 11-1. I got Baltimore over the Broncos. Broncos are a terrible football team. The Broncos are a terrible football team. And Russell Wilson is playing miserable. So until they figure that thing out, we're, we're going we're to go with the Ravens. We got the Browns and the Texans. Man, Deshaun Watson is licking his chops. Man, that game's going to be crazy. I almost want to watch it just to sit back as a fan and watch that game because I know the energy in that crowd. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be way better than what it was when I was down there a couple of weeks ago because there was nobody at that game. But they're going to be people at this game. But for one sole reason, they don't care if the Texans win or lose. They are there to boo Deshaun Watson. It's going to be who, boy, is going to be interesting. I had the Browns winning that one. The Seahawks taking on the Rams. I think the Seahawks bounce back. The Rams are so nicked up right now. A lot of injuries to the Super Bowl champs. And it doesn't look like they're going to make the playoffs this year the way things are going. It looks like it's starting to fade away. Uh, quite profusely. I got Seattle winning that one. This could be the game of the week. Dolphins and 49ers, probably going to be the funnest game of the week uh, as, uh, you know, the teacher meets the pupil, all that fun stuff. McDaniel versus Shanahan. But this is a low-key, y'all, wild-card Super Bowl matchup. These teams are dangerous. Um, they, they, they both have the same formula right now, and they're both playing great football. Both playing great football. These are the two teams I said if they make the playoffs, they're going to be the most dangerous in their playoff brackets. The Dolphins and the 49ers. Watch out for them. I got the Dolphins in that one. I think they're going to sneak it in San Francisco. Next, got the Chiefs and the Bengals. I got the Chiefs getting revenge on the Bengals after last year's AFC Championship game. I got the Chiefs going to 10-2. and I got the Chargers beating the Raiders. Um... I haven't been picking the Raiders, and maybe me not picking the Raiders will help them to continue to win. We will see. Uh, so I got the Chargers in that one. The Cowboys taking on the Colts. I got the Desperados winning this one over the Colts. Uh, I just I think Dallas is playing their best football right now and see if they can keep that thing going. Last but not least, Monday Night Football, the Saints and the Buccaneers. I got the Buccaneers winning this one. But would it surprise me if the Saints win this one? No, sirree, not at all. Not the way that not the way that these teams have been playing. It wouldn't surprise me at all, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I'm saying. But with that being said, thank you all for tuning in for another episode of 101. It's episode 83. We uh, got knocked down in the books. We'll be back next Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, for 
episode 84. One of my favorite numbers, by the way. Um, you know, sexiest year of all time, 1984. I'm not going to give you any reasons why. But anywho, with that being said, it is going to be a um, very uh, good week of football. Very excited about this weekend of football. Haven't had a chance to sit back and really watch games. You know, I've been having no catch highlights after I've uh, been at the games doing the photography. So hopefully um, it won't be this week, but the following week, I'll finally get a chance to sit back, relax, watch some games at the house. Uh, that'll be fun to take a part of. So, uh, but this, this, this season has been a fun one. It has been a very interesting one. It's been an energetic one. So just hoping that everybody has enjoyed themselves, uh, you know, and, and have been taking care of themselves and just enjoying football. I say it every week, and I'll continue to say it. If you got a state championship going on around your way, go check that bad boy out. It's, it's in full effect right now in high school football. College football is in championship week, so that should be fun. And then, of course, we got more NFL football. So somehow, someway, go and watch some football this weekend. All right, everybody, that is it for me. I'm your man, Darrell Lawrence. Make sure you go check out the Legacy Maker Sports Network whenever you get an opportunity. Check us out on all our social media platforms. You can find us at Legacy Maker Sports uh, Network on Facebook and on LinkedIn. You can find us at Legacy Maker SPN on Twitter. And you can find us on Legacy Maker Sports on Instagram and YouTube as well as TikTok. All right. Love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Enjoy your Thursday night football, Bills and Patriots, and enjoy football in general this weekend. We will see you all next time. Legacy Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the school. If anybody got a question, I give them the.